Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am passionate about helping women just like you embrace your true self so you can show up confidently in your life. Join me as we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs, reshaping what health and wellness really look like, and take steps to becoming captivatingly confident. With all that said, let's go to the show. Hey, my friends, welcome back. I'm so excited that you are here. Today, we're going to talk about the shoulds. And this is one of my all-time favorite topics because it's the one thing that I always come back to over and over and over again with myself and with the clients that I work with. And I see it floating around in my community, and I just have this burning passion to help women overcome the shoulds. And it's a lifelong struggle, but you can get tools that can help you shorten the duration of the struggle, which I love tools and tips and tricks. (laughs) So if you are a fan of those, then stay tuned because that is what we're going to talk about today. But first, I wanted to announce that as of yesterday, the Discovering You small group program launched. (laughs) I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about this program. This is for women who feel stuck, for women that feel like they just don't know what the heck is going on when it comes to balance and nutrition, exercise, time management. This is for women that want to model health for their family but don't quite know how to do it. It's for women that struggle to feel confident in their decisions and feel like often their power gets taken or usurped, (laughs) I love that word, by other people or things or food or thoughts. This is for women that want practical tools to help them stay on track. Because again, I love tools. I'm all about like, implement this and see this result. All about that. And I'm all about getting my clients results, which is what this group is all about. So how it works is that we meet once a week online. And basically, it's like a group teaching session. We're going to have some time for interaction with each other, but mostly it's going to be kind of lecture style with engagement and interaction. And we're going to cover six weeks worth of topics. So the topics include unbecoming you, which is understanding how birth order, personality type, past trauma, family of origin, how all of this contributes to the limiting beliefs and stories that cause you to live like you think you should, right, rather than how you want to. Week two, we're going to be talking about food. And there's a ton of advice out there when it comes to food. And we're going to discuss the hottest trends and topics that keep you feeling confused and frustrated so that you can start to feel confident in your food choices. We're going to look at things like food cravings and dependencies, the truth about carbs, meal timing and fasting, how to eat out without going off the rails, and the power-stealing roles of food. Week three is going to be all about time, and we're going to develop a mindset 
that comes from abundance rather than lack, so that instead of reacting to your lack of time, you can respond to the abundance of time that you actually do have. More often than not, I hear, oh, I don't have time for that. You do have the time. It's just how you're choosing to spend it. And so we're going to look at habits that waste your time, looking at productivity versus distraction, identifying hidden time sucks, and implementing things like batch cooking. I'm going to teach you how to do that. Week four is physical health, which is the foundation for your mental health, wellness, and happiness. You're going to get the tools that you need to improve your physical health. We're going to talk about gut health, better quality sleep, the truth about water, and how endocrine disruptors and hidden toxins are keeping you from losing the weight that you want to. Week five is going to be mental health, and taking care of mental health doesn't have to be expensive or time-consuming. Learn tools for implementing calming strategies in your mind to help you find inner peace. We're going to talk about self-care in under five minutes, breathing techniques, balancing life, and no more managing stress. You're going to learn how to work with your stress and not try to stay on top of it or avoid it. And then week six is movement motivation. You're going to start moving and stop working out. You're going to shift your mindset from exercise to movement that feels good and fits into your life, including into your work. You can totally work out at work and feel good about it. And you're going to learn how to move for your body type and do the exercises that actually benefit that body type. You're going to find out how to get fit with a desk job. And we're going to talk about weights versus cardio and how walking can change your entire body shape. So that is the structure for the group. There are 10 spots available for this group. Registration closes February 28th. So you have, oh, what's today? Today is February 12th. So at the time that this launches, you're probably going to have about two weeks to sign up for this. You can find out more information at captivatinglyconfident.com backslash small group. You can find that there. There's also a link in my Facebook group. And again, it's limited to 10 spots. You also get a hour-long one-on-one with me where we dive deeper and deeper into your personal struggles. And all the former group members that have gone through the group, the one-on-ones are hands down their favorite part. So that alone is $125 value. The cost of the group is just $197 for all six weeks. Say what? So super excited. I'm pumped to get this group full. So if you're interested, again, captivatingtheconfident.com backslash small group. If you know somebody that's interested and you refer them to the group, I'll give you a $25 Amazon card if they sign up. Boom. Win-win for both of us. I am just so excited to get this information into your hot little hands. And I love the group. It's so much fun. And there's that Me Too connecting moment that happens in small groups that you just can't find anywhere else. You just can't. So that is my plug for that. I'm thrilled. So without further ado, let's talk about the shoulds. Should, should. So I have a quote for you as soon as I can find it on my computer because I closed it. There we go. From Paulo Coelho. And he is the author of The Alchemist which I haven't read, but after reading this quote and kind of perusing him on the internet webs, I'm ordering it from Amazon right now. 
because it's amazing. So the quote goes like this. Maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that isn't really you so that you can be who you were meant to be in the first place. Whoa. Can I just read that again for you? Here we go. Maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that isn't really you so that you can be who you were meant to be in the first place. Oh my gosh. I don't know about you, but my mind was blown when I read that last week. Absolutely blown because this goes perfectly with the shoulds. So if you don't know what the shoulds are, the shoulds, air quotes around those, are the rules, the guidelines, the stories, and the truths that we live our lives by, right? This can look like I shouldn't eat carbs. I should exercise every day. I should have better time management. I really shouldn't wear horizontal stripes. That's not true. You can totally wear horizontal stripes. I don't care what they say. That was like my mom's number one fashion rule that she always broke. She's like, Kim, never wear horizontal stripes. And then there she was. And I was like, hey, wait a second. Horizontal stripes are fine, y'all. Pattern mixing is fine too. Go after it, girl. Whatever displays your style the best, do that. But the shoulds are stories that we've picked up along the way that we kind of turn into truth. And we just live our lives according to these truths. And this can look like, I need to pray more. I need to go to church more often. I need to volunteer more. I need to give more. I should be doing more. I shouldn't be lazy. I shouldn't rest. I shouldn't spend money on myself. The shoulds can be overwhelming. And what they do is they build up this identity that isn't really yours. It's not yours. Because you were meant to be captivatingly confident. When you were born, you had this ability to captivate a room. Did you not? Babies have this ability. (laughs) These little teeny tiny humans captivate our attention in every way. From their little tiny fingers to their baby toes and their little squishy cheeks. Oh, love the cheeks. To that little smell on the top of their head. And that didn't stop. When you were a toddler, you were captivating in different ways. When you were little, a little girl, you were captivating. You were confident, right? You went after what you wanted. But somewhere along the way, we lose touch with that inner confidence, that God-given ability to feel self-assured in who we are. And we lose that. And things like trauma really negative experiences, death, loss, stories, kids that are mean, because kids are mean. I don't know how many of you are walking wounded because of something that a kid said when you were little, but a lot of people are. We carry those stories with us, kind of log them away and forget that they're there, but when you start to dig, they come back to the surface. And it could be the religion that you grew up in. It can be the home that you grew up in. All these factors help to shape you. And some of them shaped you beautifully. And you have so many incredible talents that you've developed in response to these things. So many amazing coping skills. So many amazing 
things that make you who you are today. But then there's the other part of you, the part that rejects compliments, the part of you that feels like you have to earn your rest, the part of you that feels like you need to take up less space physically. But if you could just lose the weight, that you would then feel confident. And so much of this gets in our way. And it causes us to doubt ourselves. Any of my entrepreneur friends can speak to this about the self-doubt that comes up when you try to start a business. Holy guacamole, your stories come right on up to the surface. (laughs) And this is something that for the last eight months I've been facing. Or the shoulds, but in a different form. These beliefs that I don't have what it takes, that I'm not good enough that I'm not enough, that I have so much more to learn. Those are my shoulds. They look different than they did 10 years ago, and that's when I first discovered the shoulds. I had lost my mom when I was 19, and my whole world changed. Everything changed. I became obsessed with being healthy because my mom passed away of cancer, and I didn't want to get cancer, so I thought to myself, I'm going to do every single thing that I can to prevent it. If I can do it, I'm gonna. So I spent years researching what healthy foods were and how to exercise. And then I got, I got a certification to be a personal trainer and I helped other people do the same thing. And then I became a nutrition coach because I saw how amazing it is when you feel empowered by your choices when it comes to health and fitness. You feel amazing because you're making decisions that feels so empowering, especially because you have to eat multiple times a day. So when you're like, I eat so healthy, right? You're going to do that little chest puff. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Those are the good old days. And eventually, I ended up on my therapist's couch. And I said, I am not happy. I can't figure it out. I'm doing all the things right. I'm as healthy as you can get. I work out all the time. I eat vegetables like candy like what what am i doing wrong and this is where my therapist introduced the shoulds he said i want you to track the shoulds that come up in your mind for a week and i was like okay the shoulds no 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 so i did i carried a little notebook in my bag and every time one popped into my head i stopped what i was doing and I didn't, we didn't have cell phones that were as cool as they are now, way back then. So I had to write everything down. And I would. I would stop or I would pull over and I would write it down. I was committed because that's what I do. I commit to things. And I walked back into his office a week later with seven typed out pages of shoulds. And guys, it was a pivotal, game-changing moment in my life handing over that list of shoulds to someone else. Someone else who could look at my script of life that I was living by. These stories that weren't even mine. They weren't mine. They were taught to me. They were modeled for me. And so he then had me get the, the world's largest shirt that I could find and write down the ones that re- reoccurred most often. And so I did. I wrote down my shoulds on a shirt. He's like, then you're going to have a dinner party. And I was like, huh? What? He's like, you're going to invite your closest friends and you're going to have a party. 
and you're going to wear your shirt the whole time. And I was like, no, I'm not. That's ridiculous. He said, yes, you are. So I did. I did it. I invited seven of my closest friends and I put on this shirt and I stood before them and allowed them to challenge the shoulds. They said, well, how come it says that you can't, you can't have cookies? Why does it say that? Why does it say that you should pray more? Why does it say that you should go to church? Why does it say that? And they, they spoke truth into those places where I've been holding on to the should so tightly. Anyways, it was one of the most incredible experiences of my life. It was, I think it was life-changing for all of us that night. And that was 10 years ago. And I still remember it. My heart still kind of uh, races a little bit when I think about it. And I have the shirt hanging in my closet right next to me. And I keep it in my office because I don't want to forget how powerful the shoulds are. And so that's what I want to offer to you today is to raise your level of awareness around the shoulds. So here's my challenge to you. I'm throwing down the should gauntlet. I want you, it totally sounded like the SHIT gauntlet, but it was the should. <laughs> so you're going to write down every should that pops into your head. Not the safety shoulds, like I should wear my seatbelt. Yeah, you probably should. I shouldn't walk in front of moving vehicles. Agreed. Those kind of shoulds don't count. The shoulds that I'm talking about are the ones that challenge your beliefs about who you are and who you were meant to be. I shouldn't rest. That's my favorite one right now. Shouldn't rest. That is a great should. I shouldn't eat bread. That's another really good one. Write these down. Write them down. Become aware of the shoulds that cause you to live your life in a way that is blocking you from showing up authentically, from really claiming your confidence in your abilities and in yourself. Because if you are living according to the shoulds of someone else, you can't be living true to you. You can't embrace who you are. You can't practice self-acceptance when yourself is somebody else's thoughts and beliefs. And you get to start challenging these shoulds. As you list them out, I want you to challenge. I want you to look at it and say, is this mine? Is it mine? Going back to the example of I shouldn't rest. That one was not mine. That was my dad's. I remember being a teenager and trying to sleep in on the weekends because I had a job and I babysat and I was going to school and I was tired and I just wanted to sleep in on the weekends like normal teenagers. And I remember my dad would ram the vacuum cleaner into my door. He'd be like, get up, you're being lazy. Get out of bed. We have to clean the house. And years later, I still feel like I have to get up and clean the house. But you know what, friends? That story is not mine. And I had to return that to the sender because you know what? I am totally worthy of rest. And it is imperative that I do. Because if I don't rest, I'm not very fun to be around. My creativity doesn't flow. My connection to other people doesn't work. I get crabby. I get tired. 
and I'm not showing up in my life the way I want to. So rest is a priority for me now. And so that is the power of uncovering the truth behind the shoulds. Who said it? And is it yours? Do you really want to claim that truth for yourself? Do you really not want to eat carbs for the rest of your life? Do you really want to spend time journaling? I should journal. I should be a journaler. I should write it down. Do you really want to? Who told you that? I should lose weight. That's a big one. Where did that come from? So that's what I want you to do this week is to look at those shoulds, question whose they are and where they came from. And if they're not yours, you just return that ish to sender. You return it and decide for yourself, what truth do you want to replace it with? If you don't have to earn rest, what does that mean? What truth is true for you? And as you start to get rid of the shoulds and you embrace who you are, Oh, wow. Your confidence is going to rise up from inside of you because it's already in there. It's just buried under these shoulds and these limiting beliefs and stories. It's in there, friend. You already have it. It's not about becoming confident. You already are. It's just buried. And it's about unbecoming the things that you call yourself the ways that you limit yourself so that you can get back to who you're meant to be in the first place. Okay, so that's it for today. If you do decide to do this should exercise, and I highly recommend that you do, it is a game changer. This is something that I do with every single client that I've ever worked with because it's that powerful and I believe in it so much. If you decide to participate, head over to the Captivatingly Confident Facebook group and share with us because we want to know and we want to hear your shoulds because I bet you that should is not unique to you. And there is another woman that has that same should. And you can have that connecting me too moment where you share that piece of yourself and receive validation. It's amazing. All right, my friends, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so thankful for you. May you go forth today unbecoming who you are so that you can claim who you are meant to be in the first place. I'll see you next time.